Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Stomach Basketball I haven't seen it anywhere. As soon as the words were out of Sammy Tan's mouth, he wished he hadn't said them. He knew where his grandmother's umbrella was. I'm sure I left it in the hall closet, Grandmother said to herself, but it's not there. Well, perhaps Grandfather borrowed it. Sammy waited until she walked to her room. Then he ran to the back porch. The umbrella was there, right where he had left it. Playing out here in the rain with Grandmother's umbrella was fun, he thought, but I should have put it back in the closet, and I should have asked her first. Before long, Sammy knocked on his grandmother's bedroom door. I found your umbrella by the front door, he called. I'll put it in the hall closet. Thank you, Sammy, Grandmother called. For a minute, Sammy felt good. I'm not going to get in trouble for using Grandmother's umbrella without asking, he thought with a smile. But the smile didn't last long. His stomach felt funny, like someone was rolling a basketball around inside. That night, Sammy listened while his grandfather read the lesson about Jacob and Esau. The lies Jacob told to get the special blessing didn't bring him much happiness. But telling lies never does. It may keep you out of trouble for a while, but sooner or later, you'll wish you had told the truth. I don't like it when I tell lies, Sammy decided before he went to sleep. I'm not going to do it anymore. The first thing Sammy heard when he got to school the next day was Pete calling his name. Hey, Sammy, did you finish the science poster? Oh, no, Sammy thought. I forgot. Of course, he said out loud. It was easy. All the way to his desk, Sammy could feel the basketball feeling in his stomach. I wasn't going to lie anymore, he grumbled to himself. Well, I'll finish this poster during reading time. Then I won't have to lie about it. While the others were quietly reading, Sammy set his reading book up on his desk and colored behind it. He had just finished the green leaves on the last tree when Mrs. Peterson stood up. Class, you've been working hard this morning. Since I need some extra time with the third graders, you may go to recess early. The fourth graders started whispering and slamming books closed. Mrs. Peterson held up her hand. Quiet, please. You may line up to go out only if you're finished with your reading. Sammy closed his book with the others. I don't want anyone to think I didn't do my reading, he thought. He got in line to go out. I'll catch up on my reading during math. After a few minutes of kickball, Sammy forgot about the feeling in his stomach. He forgot about it until he returned to class and Mrs. Peterson began asking questions from their reading book. Sammy, why did Mr. Abernathy in the story give away his dog? It felt like someone was dribbling hard on the inside of Sammy's stomach now. I, uh, don't remember. Mrs. Peterson blinked. You did go to recess early, so I'm sure you finished your reading, right? Sammy's face turned red. Well, I sort of read it. Mrs. Peterson frowned. Sort of? Sammy's head fell down onto his desk. He mumbled his answer. I didn't read it. Mrs. Peterson shook her head. Maria, why did Mr. Abernathy give away his dog? The lesson went on and Sammy didn't move. Why can't I stop lying, he asked himself. Am I really a bad person? Before long, he heard the words he had been waiting for. Sammy, Mrs. Peterson called, would you come up to my desk? He shuffled up to the front of the room. I'm sorry I didn't do my reading, he said before Mrs. Peterson could say anything. I am too, his teacher agreed, but I'm even more sorry that you lied to me about it. 
I didn't really lie, Sammy started to say. Then he stopped. I guess I did. You believed I had finished my reading. She nodded. I trusted you. You're a good student, Sammy, and a good person. How can I keep trusting you if I don't know whether or not you're telling the truth? Sammy's stomach felt bad all day. It still wasn't feeling too good the next morning at the shoebox. Sammy listened while Mrs. Shoe talked about the lesson, but he already knew that lying brought trouble. When Jacob and his mother lied to Isaac, Mrs. Shoe said, they thought they were going to fix a problem, but they made it a lot worse. I know how that goes, Sammy said to himself. I thought I was fixing the problem of my science poster, but I made it a lot worse when I went out to recess early. I just wish I could stop lying. Mrs. Shue was still talking. From Jacob's sad story, we can learn what lying brings. Aren't we glad that we know how to keep being truthful? Sammy saw Chris and Dee Dee and Jenny nodding. What do they know, he wondered. He was about to raise his hand when Mrs. Shue spoke again. With God's help, we can always choose to tell the truth. Mrs. Shue went on talking about Jacob and Esau, but Sammy's brain was stuck. I didn't ask God to help me stop lying, he thought. Well, I'm going to now. God, please help me to be someone who always tells the truth. The next day, Sammy was lying on his bed trying not to clean his room when the phone rang. I'll get it, he shouted as he raced down the hall. Hello? Oh, hi, Chris. Really? Let me ask. He held his hand over the end and called, Grandmother, can I go with the Vargases over to the park? His grandmother appeared in the doorway. Yes, you can. You did finish cleaning your room, right? Sammy was nodding before he even thought. That basketball feeling hit his stomach. Suddenly, he stopped nodding and shook his head. No, I haven't, but I can finish it before they get here if I work hard. She smiled and nodded. Okay. Clothes and toys flew around Sammy's room for the next few minutes with Sammy right behind them. He worked hard, but he felt good, especially his stomach. The story you have heard today is from the Shoebox Kids Bible Stories, written by Jerry D. Thomas and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.